would say all my brothers had some kind of swagger to them. I mean, they all found a way to find that perfect girl for them in the end. Some maybe faster than others, but love's not a race. Comes when it comes. PJ and Steph are on tonight, reminiscing about awkward interactions, breakups, and puzzle dates. And Joseph and Lauren go into detail about their two-week courtship and what it looks like to fall hard and fast. All right, Stephanie, you ready? This is going to be real short, guys, so (laughs) don't, don't expect much. (laughs) <laughs> all right stephanie so introduce yourself uh tell us kind of where you grew up tell us about your family okay i was born in idaho and i have four siblings i'm the oldest of the siblings i have two sisters and a brother um i grew up in all kinds of places i moved around a bunch growing up i think we moved 18 times when we finally moved to laramie So that was the 18th move. Moved here for my senior year of high school. You know, my dad used to joke that he was part of the CIA and that's why we moved. And I think one of my sisters actually believed him for a few years, (laughs) but no, he just went back to school and changed jobs. And my mom was adventurous enough to let him. So where in Idaho were you born? Idaho Falls. Okay. So what's, what were some of the other places you lived? We lived in California and Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin for like nine months, and then North Dakota, Arizona. Wow. And then to Wyoming. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, Steph, I remember when your family moved to to Cheyenne, or to Laramie. Yeah. Because I was in the bishopric with uh, Walt Stone, and you guys came to church and were like, "Oh, we have a really cool new family," and we met with you guys, and I think give you guys callings and stuff so what what year was that that you guys moved to it was like two uh, well 2001 2001 okay yeah so i've been in laramie for almost 20 years now so it's crazy okay so uh do you remember the first time you ever saw pj i do okay can you tell us about it i will and the funny (laughs) thing is he doesn't have a memory of this at all so this is my first memory and it's not his first memory that'll so. be fun yeah so go ahead so i was working at morning star books which was a, a bookstore run by a member of the church yeah. and I, I don't know how long i'd been working there because i was not yet at college it was the semester before um so i was working there and two guys walk in really tall blonde I'm thinking they're kind of cute you know (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I did think that JJ was a little cuter at first only because (laughs) he actually looked me in the eye and smiled at me (laughs) (laughs) so anyways I was the one who checked him out not that way I mean like at the register <laughs> yeah both ways both ways no not not so you, just, so you check you're checking them out the register yep Do you and, know what uh, they bought were they buying like uh the miracle of forgiveness or something like that i don't remember actually i think they both knew i can't remember if it was megan or michelle whipple okay was yeah. also working there so they chatted with her and anyways okay. pj said like two words the whole time and stared at his feet and 
was super awkward. And I was like, he, he must be a return missionary because he's super, super awkward. So yeah, he doesn't recall seeing me at all. And I'm assuming that's why, because he didn't yeah. look at me. Okay. So, so your first impression of PJ wasn't great. But, uh, is that fair? Well, I, it was neutral. I'll say not, okay. not bad, but not great. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's the first time you ever saw him. Do you remember yeah. like the first conversation you ever had with him? Yes. Okay. It was, um, Nathan and Danielle, my sister went to, I think it was their senior prom. I, I think it was senior prom. Anyways, my sister was talking about Nathan's older brother and how he's so cute and you just have to meet him. And I was not looking forward to that because, you know, it's kind of like a blind date situation. And I was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so I went with my family and once the grand march thing was done where we saw them walk across the gym, right. they came and found us and dragged me up to the bleachers up above the gym. And I can't remember if he was sitting down or standing up when I walked up to him, but I was like, oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but we, we just introduced ourselves and talked for a little while and then I think Danielle and Nathan were like, you guys should go do something together. And I was, you know, inwardly rolling my eyes thinking this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and I think PJ was the one who mentioned there was an institute dance. And like, that was like, oh, do we really, do I really have to go with this guy? I've just barely met to a dance, like my least favorite thing to do. Um, but my sister peer pressured me into going. I think my parents probably did too. They're like, she needs to go on more dates. You just yeah. need to go with this guy. So we went to an institute dance and I can't remember if we went to Joseph and Lauren's house after, if that was another time. Okay. So PJ was back from his mission at this point. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he was, so you'd think he would be, have a little bit better social skills, but. You know, not with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. That's never, <laughs> never been his strength. He's got a lot of great qualities, a lot of strengths, but. So, so, uh, so Steph, so you guys go to the institute dance, you go to the church dance together. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm assuming you're talking and sort of getting to know each other and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so that's, I mean, I wouldn't call that your first date cause it wasn't really a date. Right. I mean, it was just well, like, yeah, it was know? like a forced blind date. Yeah. yeah. Family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So then after that, do you guys start hanging out or? What? Yeah. We were How just did... friends hanging out in the same group at the Institute. So I'd okay. see him around and different activities and stuff. Okay. And then our first official date was when he asked me to a concert. I think it was Diamond Rio okay. in Cheyenne for Frontier Days. I was his backup plan. I was not his first choice. And he's going to say that that's a lie, but I remember very distinctly <laughs> that he said, yeah, I asked someone, she can't go. Will you go? <laughs> <laughs> so that was our first official date. Okay. It was really fun. Yeah. It was fun. So, um, so you're, so this is like an official first date at this point, are you, are you starting to think, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe we could, you know, this could be something. No, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to Diamond Rio and you just keep hanging out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so how does it progress into kind of like a serious relationship? 
Um, I think it was just, we just spent enough time together that I thought, yeah, this, this is worth a shot. Okay. See, see how it turns out. And there was a lot of family intervention, I believe. <laughs> that Danielle and Nathan were like, yeah, you guys, you really should hang out more. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, and I always use sort of like the first kiss as like this marker for Mm -hmm. serious relationship. Right. Do you remember when and where your first kiss was? I do. I don't remember when I I remember it was like the end of the summer, like around my birthday time. And then it was, so my family lived across the street from the stake center. Mm-hmm. And so that little strip of grass in between the parking lot and the street, that's where it was. Okay. And yeah. and who initiated? PJ. He just kind of went in for the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so how long, I mean, at that point, so at that point, were you both kind of like, okay, this is this because you know he's back from his mission you're kind Mm -hmm. of like you know okay this could be serious Mm -hmm. are you thinking that at this point um i think that i was a little hesitant Mm -hmm. to say one way or the other at that point i think it took a few months for me to really decide that that was what i wanted yeah so it was still kind of like if someone else came along i was open to it but in, in the meantime <laughs> and you you told pj that right you're like pj listen this is fine but if somebody else comes along i'm definitely <laughs> i'm definitely keeping my yeah. options open here <laughs> no i am not that type of person i i <laughs> no um okay so how long did you guys date so you said so that was we, sort of, yeah. yeah that was some the summer of 2003 i think and then we dated for five months, I think. Okay. There were some breakups in, in there. I, I don't know if PJ would say they were, but they felt like it to me. Do you remember what they were about? Um, if I remember correctly, from my perspective, it was that PJ was like, a, I'm not going to commit to this. Okay. And he broke it off a couple times. Hmm. We'll ask him about that. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to hear his side of it. But I just remember being heartbroken a few times and thinking, this is not fun. Yeah. You know, the whole sad, sad song crying in my room on my bed. Okay. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys dated for about five months and 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 then you I, I so talk about the proposal. Okay, so I think it was March of that next year, I think. Um, so I think we had both, like I had prayed about it and knew it was right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ was still kind of on the fence deciding. Um, and without me knowing, he had called my mom and said, I want to pick out a ring. And I think he called my dad and asked permission too. I don't know. Um, And they'd already done all of that without me knowing. And we were at the Institute after church and he was acting really weird. Like 
unusually awkward. <laughs> okay. And that is super awkward. That's I mean, too, if it's red flag for me, like <laughs> yeah. something's going on, like he's going to break up with me or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're at the Institute. He's acting yeah. weird. Well, he's just like stalling. I'm like, why, why are we still here? Okay. Like church is over. Everyone's gone. Why are we still here? He's like, yeah, so let's, let's, let's go to your parents' house. We'll hang out there. I'm like, all right, that sounds good. We go to my house and nobody's there. I'm thinking, this is really weird. This is a Sunday. My family's always home on Sunday. Where is everybody? And he's just like, oh, let's just go, let's go hang out in the basement. I'm like, okay. So I just follow him down into the basement and we are sitting on the couch. And it's just, it feels really weird. And like something is going on. Mm -hmm. What is going on? And um, down the hall is a storage closet door and I can't remember if PJ opens the door or if the door opens and Joseph and Me? Sam I think yeah and Nathan and Kevin is that who was there I think, I think so yeah you guys all walk out and PJ stands up and I'm like this is a little scary what's going on <laughs> and then I saw the music I think you guys were holding mute sheet music yeah and I I can't remember if I started crying or if I was just smiling really big but you guys all sang PJ sang his song what we sang I don't know what we sang what do we sing um it's called ooh um I will be good to you I think yeah something like that anyways acapella is gorgeous and I just was a little in shock I think I think I cried yeah. I can't I can't remember it's all kind of a blur and then he kneeled down and asked me to marry him so yeah, and so then I could hear you know the rest of the family like freaking out and after yeah. I said yes so yeah I remember that you know what Steph I yeah. had forgotten about that actually yeah I, I but I now that you talk about it, I remember it. um <clears throat> did so you didn't know you had no idea that no idea wow Okay, so so he proposes. You say yes. Mm -hmm. um, where, when did you guys? How long between the engagement and the wedding? I think it was three months. Okay. Because we were married in June, so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what was? What was I always ask this question. What was your first impression? Kind of, and, and you kind of knew our family before, because like Nate and Danielle were kind of mm -hmm. dating, and and we were kind of we were in the same ward, I think so. Do you remember like any kind of, it's not like, you know, some of the other people like, you know, like Jerry came and met the family. It was like, and, and, and Andrew like talked about going up in a room and just crying because he was like, <laughs> so, anyway, but you kind of, you kind of, you know, you were eased into the Shumway I family. Was. Yeah. I, it still was a eye opener. Yeah. I think the first time I was around everybody, I think, I don't think I spoke in the big group for like two years yeah. like when the family would gather i would just like i wouldn't say anything i just listen yeah you so know it's, funny? it's overwhelming for sure but i i don't think i was scared sorry that's me yeah sorry um i don't think i was scared off i mean nathan was a little awkward in high school so yeah yeah no you uh it's it's interesting because you it, it took you a while to sort of warm up to the whole yeah. family. I mean, it was just, and I get it. I mean, it's, it's 
Kim is kind of the same. I mean, she hers is a little different too because she kind of you know worked with Susan on Sunshine and did some other yeah. things. But but it's it can be pretty crazy. So okay. Um, so I I'll ask this question too. So what's the best part about being married to PJ, and what's the hardest part? The best part is for sure that like, I feel like he's my best friend. We do, we have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. He's a great dad. Like I, I knew that as we were dating that he would be an amazing dad. Yeah. So for sure, I appreciate how good he is with kids and how much he helps. Like I, I couldn't be a mom without him. Yeah. So that's for sure the best part. Like we just get along really well. The hardest part about PJ is that he does not communicate well. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the strong silent type where he's just not going to talk about anything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's been tough, but. He's gotten better. I think probably yeah, would you say? I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but he, I yeah, he's it, still it, it's not a strength of his. No. Yeah. Uh -uh. Okay. Well, anything else you want to tell us or mention? Well, I will tell this quick story. Um, mm -hmm. There was a Halloween dance that we went to when we were dating that he dressed up for. And I don't recall all of the things, but there was, you know, spandex like and leopard print, like leopard print spandex and sequins. And anyways. <laughs> All well, kinds was, of makeup. I just remember it being flamboyant. quite shocking. Yes, it was. It was shocking, and yeah. I and uh, going to the dance was a little uncomfortable. But you know, that was that was a signal to me that he was very confident, which I'm grateful for. Um, but the 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 part of that story, the reason why I bring that up, is that we went back to my house after the dance. And my parents, everyone was asleep at that point. So I went and knocked on my parents' door because I wanted them to see what he was wearing. <laughs> and I think my mom was already asleep. So it was my dad who answered the door. And uh, I introduced PJ to him. And <laughs> I found out later, I think it was after we had already been married, that he woke my mom up or said the next morning that that's the guy for Steph. So. Yeah. It, it was, I don't know why he thought that was the reason, but yeah. PJ's a lot of fun too. Like he's, he's you know, he can be yeah. like socially awkward sometimes. And like you said, he's not a great communicator sometimes, but he's fun. Like yeah. my kids like have a lot of fun with PJ. Yes. He's, he's, he'll do anything and he'll just be crazy. And yeah, I mean, we're all kind of like that, but I think he'll, he takes it sort of like to the next level. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, he definitely brings out the fun side of me, which not a lot of people see. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Um, You're welcome. And if you want to, so so is PJ going to go next then? I don't know. Is he around? Yeah, I can grab him. Do you want him to go next? Yeah, and and you can actually sit in and listen if you want. Okay. You've already gone. You go grab him. Okay, PJ, you ready? I just want to say that 80% of what she said was not true. Well, we'll see. Because I think... 
99% of it was true. Stephanie has a really good memory and she's that's, a very honest true. person. Um, okay, so PJ, yeah. when, when was the first time you saw Stephanie? So she, she says that I met her at Morningstar Book when she was working there, but I'd been off my mission like one day and was already really awkward with people in general. And so uh, I don't, re I don't recall at all at all. She said, I came in with JJ and like, he was very personable and like hit on her and stuff. And, and I was like hiding behind the bookshelves. <laughs> so I don't remember that. Um, but I, so the first time I recall meeting Steph was at uh, Nathan and his girlfriend, Danielle, Stephanie's sister's prom. Yeah. Um, when, and they, they said, you know, you need to meet her. And I remember walking up the, the old Laramie high school, the, uh, the basketball bleachers, and they were kind of sitting, they were sitting at the very top and she was kind of by her dad. And, and that was the first time I met her. Okay. What was your first impression? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know that I remember. Um, I was, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I think it was like, yeah, you know, I, that's, she, she seems nice. I, I seriously, I don't, I don't really recall. Yeah. So it's really shallow, but I don't remember. <laughs> so you guys meet her parents are all there. Um, you guys hang out or what? What I mean, <clears throat> so right after that, we, so it was the grand March. We went and saw Nathan and Danielle, her sister in their get up. And then we went to, as I recall, we went to a, an Institute dance at the Baker building and I impressed her with my moves. Yeah. Uh, and then I think, I think we went over to Joseph and Lauren's house and they were living in that basement apartment okay. and watched um, Moulin Rouge. Hmm. So, I mean, it was, it was fun. Yeah. She talked a lot about your dance moves. Like at that first, I mean, that was probably 15 minutes where she was just talking about it. <laughs> and I guess she did tell the whole truth. <laughs> okay. So, um, but you guys aren't like dating at that point. It's just sort of like you're, you know, it's sort of that, but that was kind of your first date, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that was, yeah. But yeah, we were basically just friends. That was, I was home, I think for spring break from Sheridan college and she was home from uh, BYU, Idaho. Okay. And so it was just like that weekend, you know, we did oh. the dancing and watched the movie and then uh, I went back to school. She went back to school and uh, I don't think we, you know, really saw each other until that summer. Didn't talk, oh. like didn't talk on the phone or anything. It was, you know, until that that next summer do you remember like being like oh i kind of she's you know she's a possibility uh no not at first i i mean i was i, I think i was still i don't know if i had started dating someone or if i if, i don't think i had yet but i started dating someone kind of shortly after that so it was you know it was just kind of a that was a fun dance and movie or whatever and then um i dated somebody for a couple of months Okay. okay. I think the next time I saw her was actually my birthday party is I on in July, like July 22nd. So we're kind of halfway through the summer. And then we started actually hanging out just as friends because okay. and Danielle, I think they were still dating. And, and so we'd go over and hang out and like do puzzles. And uh, we did a lot of puzzles. <laughs> okay. So midsummer, you start hanging out a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's not like a get together every day kind of thing. It's just sort of like as convenient or. We're yeah. I mean, it was, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't very often because again, we were just kind of, we were friends and we, we had fun hanging out, but we weren't dating. I wouldn't say we were, I don't think she considered it dating either. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we mainly we'd go over, you know, like do puzzles, 
spin quarters. <laughs> I don't know. It was like it was about as boring as it can be. Uh, through puzzles. through the summer. Okay. Yeah, shoot marbles. <laughs> play tiddlywink. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what are you talking I, about? I don't I don't remember. Like we would spin quarters and, and they'd hit I don't remember. It was mostly like puzzles. <laughs> that I recall. This is so like romantic. I, I, I know. Mean, they should write none, like, none one of these, those. None of those, those like euphemisms for anything else it was, it was literally actually puzzles, doing puzzles and, literally and, quarters. and literally shooting marbles and literally <laughs> playing tiddlywinks okay so speaking of euphemisms for something else um at, at some point it does get start to get serious right you guys are actually dating and right? uh-huh. yeah it was kind of toward the i mean right when, kind of when that this fall semester started we both come back to the university of wyoming um and so yeah she and she was dating somebody too through the summer and so that was part of it too and i can't remember at what point she broke up with him i, I think she still may be dating him um you know i Today? she's really good at hiding those things but at some point she broke up with him and it was you know early in the fall semester that we really actually started like dating who was she dating oh um shoot i'm not gonna be able to remember a laramie name. guy what's that was he a laramie guy no he was he was going to the university um i can't remember his name but i remember going to somebody's house to watch a movie and they were like cuddling on the couch like right above me and it was super awkward but i stayed for some reason yeah she had probably doing a puzzle or something right yeah (laughs) yeah i was like fine just do my puzzle i'm gonna (laughs) i'll spin these quarters while you guys are making out (laughs) spin these quarters you guys make out i don't even care no but yeah i don't it, it was yeah early in that fall semester that we actually started like dating and getting a little more serious well she said you guys went to a um <clears throat> to like a uh what was it what was the band not rascal flats it was a, some diamond rio yeah, a diamond rio concert when yeah. was that and i'm sure she also told you that she was my second choice no she just said it was really fun yeah she said you were her second choice i was her. she said she was your second choice yeah yeah, yeah no who's was, it was who was your first choice who, who stood you up? Who I don't said remember. no? This was like 20 years ago. Yeah. And it was never like not somebody I dated. I, I was just going to go with somebody. And she like said she's going to go. So I asked Steph and she went with me. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. And they were yeah. really good. But was that it, like Frontier, Frontier Days? Days? Yeah. So that's, okay. that's so like the right. end of June. That's like in the right. middle of the summer. You're right. So it wasn't, wasn't my birthday party. Well, but maybe it was your birthday party June, July. Oh, yeah. I guess July is your birthday. In July. Yeah. So okay. I, yeah. <clears> so I think I went on, yeah, we went to Diamond Rio at Frontier Days. Okay. Okay. So then you start but, dating. Well, go ahead. So I guess we had like two unofficial dates and then the summer. And then, yeah, we kind of officially started dating in the, in the fall. Okay. Um, first kiss. Uh, I was in the basement of mom and dad's house. Hmm. So, and, and yes, I, I asked her permission, just like Jerry. Interesting. You'll have to listen to her account of that. Cause it's different than what you just said. So, and oh, I will really? tell yeah, yeah, yeah. But she probably um, would she say that she uh, initiated and no. I, I tried to run away and no yeah so I I, remember, as I recall I asked her if I could give her a kiss and in the basement said, yes. were you like on the couch or were you like standing up no you're on the you're on the couch downstairs I don't remember I think we we're doing a puzzle something <laughs> okay and the puzzle actually had a maid and it said can I kiss you <laughs> super romantic. <laughs> Okay, so um, did you guys ever break up? I mean, you, so so you're you're together, you're dating. Did you break up? Yeah. So we, uh, and I don't remember 
like the circumstances behind it. It was, it was, I think toward Christmas. Um, and I think I didn't want to get her anything. And that was the reason. No, we, <laughs> she'll say that I broke up with her like three times, but I, I remember, I only remember one time that I, I, you know, I, and I don't remember, again, I don't remember the, the circumstances behind it. I, I think I just, it wasn't, I don't know if I, I thought I was ready for marriage and, and that was kind of the, where it had to go. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it, we were dating, it was serious. And, and so I did, I tried to break up with her and she's like, no, you're, that's not going to happen. So I think she talked to mom and, and mom like yelled at me. Well, I do remember. So I do remember talking to Joseph and Lauren about it. And I was like, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if, if this is right. And Joel's was like, oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, 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 uh, you'll marry him and, and you'll get used to him and it'll be fine. It's really good advice. <laughs> it's really good advice, Joseph. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who you marry doesn't really matter. Doesn't it's really not matter. a big deal. I mean, you get used to each other. Just do love, it. Love really isn't that important in a marriage. It's more, <laughs> it's a contractual relationship, really. It's a convenience. So, so then you guys get back together and, and uh, so proposal, do you remember how you, um, you remember how you proposed, but share that quick. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I remember how I don't, uh, it, was, it was, you know, in, in the spring and I had you, I think it was you, Joseph, me, and was it maybe just us three. I, I wrote, I arranged a song that I will be good to you. And, and we uh, sang that, um, you know, and, and so, as I recall, we, we came back from the Institute and everybody was like hiding in her parents' house. And I walked her down to the basement, like pushed her down on the couch. <laughs> and, and you guys came out of a closet singing. And then I sang that and then I, then I proposed. And you guys did a puzzle? Then we did it. Yeah. Then we did a, a, a 10,000 piece puzzle. It took us four days. Yeah. She no, said, we did, we did yeah. Puzzle. Yeah. She said she didn't, she had no idea. She wasn't expecting it at all. So that's kind of cool. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, so with the ring, I actually had her, her mom had to come with me to pick out the ring. Cause she had to like co-sign for it. Cause I had to yeah. look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I can't, I think she had gone with her sisters to look at rings or something. Cause she kind of, she picked it out. Yeah. So surprising. She had no idea, but I guess I was just, I was just sneaky enough that yeah. she went with them and picked it out. And then I went with her mom to buy it. <laughs> she did say you were being super weird. So I mean, Sam, this is coming from somebody like all we did was play puzzles and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's so that's what I said. I mean, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, that's a pretty, that's pretty weird. Yeah. If he was uh, being super weird. Um, anyway, we had like a cake and everybody's there and we, yeah, we, yeah, it was together. cool. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> best part about being married to Stephanie and kind of the hardest. Oh, the best part about being married to Stephanie, we're, we're, just we're great friends i mean if you can get through like playing puzzles playing puzzles doing no i mean really we we don't we don't fight we're um i think we we work together really well we've you know over 15 years we've worked through most of our issues um and she's just she's amazing she's so smart she, yeah. you know uh she's she doesn't put up with my crap like she will tell me like it is um great with our kids just great mom um but yeah, she's, she's incredible. Uh, the, the hardest part, I think, honestly, it's kind of the part that we don't fight. Like we will let things stew. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But she, she works so hard to like, you know, overcome weaknesses and those other things. But we, yeah, I think we just, we just get along really well. Yeah. Yeah. 
you got lucky. We all got lucky. We all did pretty good. So, um, okay. Anything else you want to, um, she did mention the, you meeting her dad with your, uh, dancing clothes on. Do you yeah. want to say anything in defense of that outfit? There's, there's nothing I can say yeah. in defense of that outfit other than I was young and foolish. <laughs> all right. But if you'd seen me dance in those clothes, you would not be questioning my life choices. I, I, I wasn't questioning. I, actually, my response was PJ's fun. PJ's like, you know, he can be a little awkward sometimes, and but he's, he's fun. Like my kids all always have fun and you're always up for anything and always are a little bit crazy. So, all right, well, good. Well, thanks PJ. Um, let's, let's, uh, you can stay on the list if you want, or um, Lauren, you still there? Okay. I am here. All right, Lauren, you ready for this? No. So Lauren, have you been listening? I have. Good. So you kind of know the questions and you'll mm -hmm. be prepared. Um, <clears throat> this is really, I, I love these cause I get to, I get to know, learn a lot of stuff about people, but so introduce yourself, tell us kind of where you're from, where you grew up, family, things like that. Well, I'm Lauren. I was originally Lauren White. I was born and raised in Lovell, Wyoming. And graduated high school from here and went to the University of Wyoming for college. And now Family? I live back in Lovell. <laughs> um, yes. I have my mom and my dad, and I have one brother who's younger than me. His name is Jeffrey. And Jeffrey lives in Utah? He's actually in Arizona right now. Oh. Did he live yeah. in Utah before? Yeah. And he's a, yeah, yeah. Uh, a younger brother, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so grew up in Lovell, uh, headed to the University of Wyoming. Tell us, tell, tell us the first time you ever saw Joseph. And um, I make sort of a distinction between meeting him and seeing him because like, yeah, like in my story, like I saw Kim before we ever met. So just the first time you ever remember seeing him. Right. And I guess it would kind of be similar. Um, I remember seeing him at the Institute in the fall but he had a girlfriend um and i knew this because my friend kelly was kind of a mutual friend of ours and so he had a girlfriend and i actually was dating somebody else too at the time um that was a whole hot mess but um yeah so that was like the first time that we really like that i saw him i guess and I'm pretty sure that I was in a Spanish class and it was after at the Institute, um, like we would kind of be there at the same time. And I remember saying something to him about um, wanting to go to my Spanish class for me, just in passing, you know, just making conversation, but there wasn't like any, like, I thought he was cute, but there wasn't like any thing there if that makes sense yeah. because he or yeah. had a girlfriend yeah. and I yeah somebody else but it was just kind yeah. of that and that was it okay <clears throat> and so you kind of that was the first like encounter um mm -hmm. with with him and and uh so when was the first time that you remember actually sort of meeting and having a real conversation <laughs> this is gonna get really funny and awkward <laughs> um, that's great Oh, yeah, because you guys all know that, you know, let's just say we, we moved a little fast. Um, <laughs> okay, <go ahead. laughs> so 
it was the first Sunday in March. So it was a um, fast Sunday. It was a break to fast. And I actually hadn't been to church that day. I had been in Casper for the weekend. Um, it was 1A2A state basketball that weekend. And my dad has been a sports official for 45 years. And so he was refing. So I went up to see my parents and came back to Laramie on that Sunday. And I, I lived in the dorm for, you know, my freshman year and got back to my dorm and Kelly, my friend, that was our mutual friend. Um, she reminded me, oh, hey, remember it's break the fast, which is, you know, you have this activity at the steak center with all the Institute kids who basically get a free meal. And then it's followed mm -hmm. by a devotional from, you know, the, it's like a broadcast type of a deal. Right. And right. I had gotten back from Casper. I was tired and I had remembered that I needed to write a paper um, that was actually due the next day. It was kind of a procrastinator and Kelly didn't have a car. And so she's like, Hey, let's go to break the fast free dinner. And I was like, Kelly, I just got back. Like I have so much to do. I'll just eat something here. I don't really care about getting dinner. I just am not in the mood to go, but she pretty much begged me to take her. So I relented and we, we went to the break the fast and we get there, we get in line and get our food. And she sees Joseph and Scott. Cause at the time your cousin Scott oh, yeah. was living mm -hmm. with, with them. And so Joseph and Scott were there together. And so, you know, I kind of followed Kelly cause again, I didn't really want to be there really. She just, I just was kind of there as her escort, I guess her ride. And we sat down at the table and ate and kind of visited a little bit. And I don't know, it was really weird because it was a really easy, comfortable feeling. And I knew, I don't know how it came up, but he didn't have a girlfriend anymore. Um, I didn't have a boyfriend, none of that. And so it just was like, a okay, we like hit it off like really, really fast. And so right. then it comes time for this, what, what were you saying? Oh, I was just saying the next day you guys got engaged, right? Pretty much, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, <then> so. <laughs> it comes time for this, this devotional, this broadcast thing. And so naturally, you know, we're sitting with these boys at this table talking. So we go and sit in the chapel during this devotional type of a thing. And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it was like Joseph on the inside and then me and then Kelly and then Scott and Scott was like on the aisle. And okay. it, it was weird because you, he held my hand like <laughs> during this <laughs> devotion. <laughs> and we so here's the thing. Real quick, we talk about how PJ was kind of <laughs> awkward with girls. Joseph is like the opposite. He's like the smooth operator, right. like Casanova, totally. right? He was, yeah, yeah. So that that's not surprise. So he's holding your hand first time he meets you at this yeah, meeting. Like we had like, and you're just like, okay, like whatever. An hour. I'm like, all right, whatever, <laughs> not a big deal. So I'm like, okay, this guy's like cute, and like I feel comfortable. Like we've had good conversations and all of this, and again like barely know each other at all 
and we ha- get this this little thing all over with this devotional and I don't think either of us really remembered like who the speaker was or like what even was yeah. talked about because we were just both like focused on each other I guess which is uh-huh. really weird and then it got all over and keep in mind remember Kelly came with me and Scott came with Joseph and I found out that Joseph had to stay after this broadcasting to practice for a musical fireside that Kim actually was singing in with hmm. Naomi and Candace and like it was like this this fireside that they were doing this musical fireside and so okay. we kind of made the plan that would take Joseph's car and take Kelly home and I would end up taking Joseph home because he told me to stay because he was going to practice singing and he wanted to hear me hear him sing and I was like "Mm." (laughs) hey hey, will you stick around I'm going to be doing the practice and I really want you to hear me sing I'm a really good singer totally like it was totally like that and so, of course, I'm like, okay, this is totally fine. Like, and you guys know that music's like a huge part of my life. It's been yeah, something yeah, that yeah. I, you know, played the piano and sang and danced since I was really young. And so I guess in my my future growing up, I'd always hope that I would find somebody that could at least carry yeah. a tune and have a, a basic appreciation for music. Mm-hmm. But when I found out that Joseph, like, was so musical and your family was so musical it it was like whoa this is kind of crazy just because it it just fit I don't know but the first time I heard him sing I I was like oh my goodness what Mm -hmm. who is this guy like (laughs) yeah he's holding my hand and now he's got a beautiful voice um I remember Michelle Stone actually was in that fireside as well and was there with Kim and Michelle and Joseph were really good friends growing up and she wrote to him like all during his, his mission and all of this and I guess I later found out that he Michelle like warned him against me and was just like saying that she wasn't sure that I was like good enough for him and like she didn't even know me like we never even like had a conversation so it was really weird but um I remember Kim asking Joseph who I was like who's this because you know sister-in-law looks down and sees this new girl that she has no idea who I am like who are you kind of a thing but so then we get done with this little practice and we go back and I meet your mom and dad the very first night like I drop I bring Joseph home and I meet Joe and Susan and have a good conversation and one of the first things that I remember your dad saying to me and I think he was joking but then at the same time I wasn't sure and he specifically said to me, remember, the house closes at midnight. You have to be gone before then. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. It's kind of weird, but of course, I'm like, that's fine. Not a big deal. And keep in mind, in the back of my brain, I still have this like, oh, I have to write a paper that's due yeah. tomorrow kind of a deal. And that's important information in this whole story about this paper. 
So Joseph and I literally sat and talked for like, I don't even remember. It was probably like nine o'clock when we got there and we like stayed until like midnight till the last second. And it was a really interesting, like, I don't know. It's so hard to explain if you haven't ever been in that situation where you meet somebody and you just feel like you've known them forever and like a hundred percent comfortable. And I don't know, it just was the easiest conversation. And I think he would agree with that, that there were things that were shared that I didn't think that I would be able to share, but it, it was really weird. I don't know. It was strange. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 you know, Joseph's a, a, a fast mover. I mean, did the end of the night with a kiss or was it just a, Hey, hug and bye. Not yet, actually. So, okay. um, he walked me out to my car and then I said, probably one of the stupidest things I've ever said in my entire life. Like I still laugh about it cause I'm so dumb, <laughs> but he says to me, I really <sighs> want to kiss you right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, and I was like, do whatever you want. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so guess what? Crazy. He did not kiss me. He didn't. You guys. I know. This is like so, you've known each other for like four hours. hours. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so he, he like, do whatever he, you want. Yes, it was so dumb, Sam. Like so dumb. So yeah, no, that's great. then I go back to my dorm, but before that, we make plans to like meet up the next day to like see each other again, kind of a thing. Cause we liked each other, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where he's like, okay, let's meet at like the Institute and we'll have like, we'll go to, go to lunch. Cause I had classes in the morning and he had class and whatnot. And so that was the plan is we kind of would meet around lunchtime at the institute and go from there so i go back to my dorm room and i'm like crap i have to write this paper and keep in mind it's like midnight and Mm -hmm. i've been i traveled i didn't sleep good in the hotel in casper like long day all of this and so i literally was up until like four o'clock in the morning writing this paper because (laughs) my stupid laptop like didn't save all the progress that I'd had before so I had to totally like start over so I was really exhausted I got up the next morning and snoozed my alarm and by the time I got up I literally had like 10 minutes before I had to be at the institute like I totally like ditched my classes like overslept all of this and of course, you know, I want to see Joseph and you can't look like you just rolled out of bed when you want to like see the yeah. cute boy that you're just met. So mm-hmm. I like hurried and got ready as fast as I could kind of a thing. But the weird thing is, it's like we didn't have each other's numbers yet. Like there was no cell phone exchange that yeah. I remember the night before. It was just this plan of, hey, we'll meet up and, and that will be it kind of a thing. And so I hurried over to the Institute and I was like, oh my gosh, he might not even be here anymore. Cause I was running pretty late and I'm a person that's normally not late to things. And of course, you know, I was a little 
sweater painted and tired still and mad about my paper and wondering like it was last night like too good to be true you know is this just like a guy that's super smooth kind of a thing Mm -hmm. and I caught him at the institute right as he was actually leaving I was walking into the parking lot and he thought I literally was like standing him up because Mm -hmm. he told me later that he had broken up with this girl I don't know if I want to say her name but they um he didn't want to be in a relationship after he broke up with her that he just wanted to date around and have fun well that didn't last obviously but we ended up finally meeting I explained to him about the paper and that I was really sorry for almost ditching him and we went back to your parents house for lunch and we had a romantic lunch of macaroni and cheese like (laughs) amazing and he had actually just gotten um, he was in Centennial Singer, and so he was sh- wanted to show me some pictures from his tour that he'd done of Singer, and it was in his room and on his laptop. So we were sitting on the bed while looking at the pictures from the Singer tour, and that's when our first kiss was. So like wait, less wait, than wait, wait, 20- wait, wait. Was he like, so yeah, this is when we were in Rollins, Wyoming, and we were doing the show, and I was dancing, and then he just like turns over and starts making out with you, or what? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I remember. Was, you guys just like looking at pictures, and next thing you know, you're just making out. Yes. And then, yeah, that's, after I'm that not was surprised. all done, he had to go to actually Centennial Singers rehearsal, and he said that he like walked in and had like this huge pep in his step and everybody was like, dude, what has gone into you? Like you're totally different today than you were last week. What has happened this weekend? Kind of a thing. So that, that was that. And it was really weird because yeah. So the next day was our first kiss. And then we knew like by the end of the week, that we wanted to get married (laughs) and then i know and this is like the like around like march 10th ish wait pause just a second lauren yeah okay so we knew by the end of the week that we wanted to get married how did you how did you come to that in four days three days again i think it comes down to that comfortable factor and just like I don't know. It was, it's hard to explain. I don't even know how to explain it. it no, was yeah, really I, 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 I get it. I get like, it. Like we both literally okay, were just so, like so enamored with each other. And so we started talking about like um, coming up to Lovell to meet my parents. And mm-hmm. I remember like texting, calling my mom, like, so I'm getting married. And she was like, what? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Like they had no idea. They never met him any of that so it was kind of weird we ended up coming to Lovell and he met my parents and all of that and I'm pretty sure he asked my dad like maybe the second time we came up to marry me but like we kind of knew we were going to and then we officially got engaged in April and married in June yeah and that's so almost 19 years ago the, the t- <laughs> it's a cool story it actually is i mean we joke about you know and you were like what were you 17 at that point i was 
18. I was I was too much shy of 19 when we got married. So, <laughs> and what's funny about uh, it, it too is like Cassidy is a senior in high school during this time, and I'm only two months older than Cass. So she's in high school and I'm in college. And I will admit, I was a little immature in some ways. You know, we all are at times. But I mm-hmm. feel like I was a pretty mature 18-year-old in some ways, too. Lauren. And Lauren. I, I know, Cass. I know. Powerpuff. <laughs> yeah, the Powerpuff girls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're going to die. You are going to die right now. Guess Don't what? say you were immature. In my hand. I, have I hope it's something power in my hand right now i'm not kidding it's bubbles. okay i just it sorry i just had pillow. to say that i just had to come to my I defense know. i was I evil know. and horrible to you and i'm sorry but power puff all over it was way too much I know. it was everywhere <laughs> i don't know what my problem was like yeah I don't but know. it's okay Lauren, i still love you i forgave you for the power puff. <laughs> good it was it was right and it was the right decision but you were both young and like we all are right and stupid, I mean, we got pretty much and stupid yeah. and naive and clueless about the world well and, and that's one thing we i do were. remember is you compared me sam to somebody from cheyenne and you told me to my face that you didn't like them because they were too confident and you re- i reminded you of that person really mm-hmm so that was something that I'll never forget, but I kind of was like, oh, okay, not a big deal. It's okay. Like, I'm fine. Yeah. We, and I really honestly, Lauren, nobody you know liked this. me. It's, yeah, we were all kind of coming to terms Lauren, with Lauren, except this whole me. Thing. And you know I liked you from the very beginning. <laughs> yes. True. Susan did and Cody did. And that was about it. Yeah. Lauren, and I don't think it was you as much as it was, okay, they've dated for three days and now they're getting married. And the um, weird thing yeah, is, is I mean, like having a daughter that age now to where I'm like, what the crap? Like, yeah. what? I totally can see why it was that way. But during that time, it literally was like, I don't even care. Like, I was falling in love with Joseph. Like, that was it for me. Yeah. So yeah. nothing else really mattered no, like, at that point. Yeah, yeah. No, but it definitely took us, you know, took some warming up to the idea and and warming yep. up to you but, but we all have and you know i think the pickle rolls that you in, introduced to the family really had a big a big impact on uh for <laughs> sure makes, for definitely know, she makes these really amazing pickle rolls which sound weird and they're like pickles with cream cheese wrapped in ham and but they're amazing but um yeah they are so anyway so lauren so lauren talk about your engagement real quick the proposal how yeah yeah, yeah the proposal. oh my gosh yeah, I, i'll try and hustle through this because i know it's like a long story um basically i knew that we were going to get married i knew we were going to get engaged like we talked about it we picked out a ring and all of that i knew he had the ring because he had it shipped to his parents house and I was getting a little impatient because I wanted to have a pretty ring on my finger, you know? Yeah, and, and it had been like four days. Right. Like, it couldn't have been. Nobody should have to know, wait four days. No, not at all. And so <laughs> I remember we had talked and I was like, please don't do it like on stage in front at your singer's show. Like, that would be dumb. I don't want you to do that. Like. I don't know, but he had said to me that he wanted to make it special and that it was supposed to be something that like 
was memorable and I remember throwing kind of a tantrum one day and he was like fine just take your ring I don't even care anymore just take your stupid ring like I don't need to do like this big proposal nothing it's fine fine well I you know apologized and said I'm sorry and all of that but um, my mom and my grandma had come down to watch his centennial singer show um, it was in April and I believe they had two shows that weekend, a Friday and a Saturday. And I'm pretty sure this was the Saturday show that we all went to. And after the show, my grandma and my mom and all of us had gone back to Joe and Susan's house to visit and whatnot. And then what I remember is Joseph talking to mom and I believe you in Spanish um, being discreet mm-hmm. about certain things and he realized he quote had lost his phone or left it at somewhere or maybe it was in the car or whatever and so we we called the phone thinking maybe it was in a coat pocket or something and no it wasn't there so then we go and get in the car and call it again thinking maybe it had slid down under the seat or something nope wasn't there so of course it had to be at the ANS auditorium where the show was so by the time we get there it's you know it's dark the show's all over everybody's gone but he was convinced that the side door to the ANS building was going to be open because the front doors weren't So, you know, and I'm stupid and blonde and naive and have no idea really what's going on. So we go in the back door and go through this whole, oh, this is the costuming. This is the green room, blah, blah, blah. This is where it all was. And then he's like, go ahead and call it because we went into the auditorium and you could see his phone light up on the stage and it was pitch black in there. So we find the phone and as we're walking over to get the phone, a spotlight comes on. And then I knew I was like, oh crap, here we go. Like what is, what's this production? And then our song starts playing and I'm pretty sure you helped with that. It was a song that we um, called Forever Forever in a Day. Um, Mm -hmm. by Fisher I will love you and he was kind of he was had picked up a microphone and was singing this song to me and was I just wanted to like stand still and like listen and soak it in but he like had to gently like push me more towards the this part on the stage and I was like can I just stand here but he literally was kind of like forcing me over to this part and it was for good reason because once the song got done, the ring flew in from the ceiling and dropped right in the <laughs> middle. And he proposed and asked me to marry him. And it was kind of cool because then all of our family, including my mom, and grandma, and all of you guys and his centennial singers, cast and crew, were actually in the audience watching. So yeah. it was kind of cool. It was really memorable. And I'm glad that he he did take time to come up with the, the production and to make it memorable rather than giving in to me being a brat. So. Yeah. That's a cool, but that's a really cool proposal. It is. It really is. It was, it was awesome. Okay. Um, so, 
Yeah, of, of all of them. I mean, it's, it was, I, I remember, and, and I was around too. You know, I was around when like Kristen right. and, and, you know, some of the other ones, but I, I remember it and it was, it was short and, and, but like you said, 20, 20 years is that how long you guys have been married? 19. And to put things in perspective, Co- Cody was seven years old when Joseph and I yeah. got married. So that's yeah. really yeah. weird. And like Daniel and Mackenzie were little, like I remember, Tiny. yeah, those, those little those little kids so yeah it was fun because yeah. I kind of got to watch them all grow up you know Cody and Nathan and Kevin and mm-hmm. yeah yeah me yeah and Cass. and Cass and Cass and you got to watch yourself grow up Lauren <laughs> since you were like 15 totally. years old when you guys got married <laughs> yep hey yep. so, gets, so gets younger um, every time I know I'm just pretty soon you're gonna be like nine years old getting married. You 10 years it's old okay. you got married <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um so best best part about being married to joseph and the toughest part mm. the best part is there's a lot of really good like i can't even like begin to list the best part number one for sure is he's like the most amazing dad like i have no reason ever to not trust him with our kids and they're he's he's amazing with them he's a super hard worker he um he always makes us laugh although he does make me frustrated sometimes when and I guess that's one thing where I've told him over the years I wish sometimes you could just be serious not everything has to have a sarcastic comment or be a joke but I think I'm starting to figure him out finally and I can give a little bit back um I would say I don't know there's a few things that are hard about being married to Joseph he's such a good guy like he's he's super strong in the church he he just always does the right thing and it's always I don't know it's hard to explain and there are a lot of times that I definitely don't feel like I deserve him because I'm a brat and I don't know he he just he's he's just one of the good dudes for sure I'm really lucky yeah yeah well, you're both lucky. And, uh, you know, as much grief and teasing as we give you, you know. <laughs> we um, love you, I Lauren. think I take it pretty good. We do. I love you guys, too. You Except do. for that time. Remember when you guys made fun of cheerleading and that was like our biggest fight? <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, in our defense, <laughs> wasn't Kim a that's all you talked about was cheerleading. <laughs> Sam, you married and, and I'm guess like, what? I just won an award for being I the know. coach in the state. So. I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, here we go again. Now Lauren's going to start talking about cheerleading again. No, Lauren. Yeah, we, no, we, that we was love like you. the no. source of our very first big, huge fight was you guys like mocking cheerleading and it like totally broke my heart. And I remember walking all the way from mom and dad's house down to our apartment by the classroom building. <laughs> Hey, I, Lord, I had nothing mad. to say. I was in the fascination, so I don't think yeah, I was had any right. room to to say anything. You were you were very patient with us, Lauren, and we we appreciate that. And and uh, you know you know our family. We just nothing yes. is sacred, and nothing is nope. off nope. limits. And, and we're horrible you know, even though we're just horrible. Yeah, we're, we're just terrible. The worst, so I'm one of them the now, um, so that's totally fine. <laughs> That's funny that you bring that up because I, I do remember that being like a big like sort of thing. I think Joseph may a have talked about kind it of like something. don't talk yeah, to him yeah. about cheerleading ever again. Don't make fun yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway. All right. Well, thanks, yeah. Lauren. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for loving yeah, me and putting up with me. And I'm <laughs> thanks lucky. for loving I'm us. Really Seriously. <laughs> All right. You, you want to grab Joseph and here. tell him? Yep. I'll yeah. tell him. Okay. Joseph, you're ready, babe. You guys there? We are here. Do this? Awesome. Sure. Okay. Um, Lauren was pretty great. So you got some big, uh, big shoes to. Well, that's not what you said. She set a precedent. Um, I don't know. <laughs> she was great. And uh, uh, set so, the bar high. Yes, yeah, she set the bar high. Thank you. Um, so talk about the first time you ever, and, and, and I make kind of a distinction between first time you saw somebody and like the first time you met the first time you ever remember like laying eyes on Lauren. Okay. So the, the, I can't remember specifically like a day, but I do remember that, um, I was in college and I had classes where I had to walk through Correcti's pasture to get from one class to another. And I remember that one day I saw Lauren, I didn't know her or know anything about her really. But I remember seeing her as I was walking between classes. And I remember I walked this a different way than I normally walked that day. And uh, when I saw her, like, I was just like, whoa, that's a really cute girl. So I then changed the way I would walk from those classes so that I would always try and like hmm. see her and run into her as I was walking to class um, that different way. Um, and that was kind of the first time I really kind of saw her. The first time I like, Want, thought there might be a chance to kind of get to know her or realize that you know there was maybe something that I could do about that would have been at a um at a church dance probably where I was actually kind of dating another girl but I saw Lauren and she was having like a really fun time and I was like wow that girl seems like she'd be a lot of fun to hang out with and so that was sort of the first time and I think we may have said hello but nothing more really besides that Okay. So like crossing paths in Prexy's pasture was like, you never like waved at her or anything, or just, you just would see her from a distance. Uh, exactly. We would walk by close. I mean, I, I don't, we probably maybe made eye contact, but it was never anything more than just passing by. Okay. That's interesting that you remember seeing her just sort of like walking and then you saw her at church dance and maybe you said hi, but there was no, you didn't really meet or talk or anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then the first time that we actually like talked or met was at a, um, a break the fast on a fast Sunday after church. And, um, um, her friend was, was friends with me through music and, um, she just introduced me. And then we sat together through like this, um, like a little conference talk. It wasn't a conference. It was just a devotional talk after the break the fast. And, um, we actually ended up holding hands and hmm. um talk so did you kind of when, when you thing. say you just ended up holding hands did, did, i mean how does that happen well she told me that her hands were cold <laughs> and so i was like here and she put her hands in my hand and then okay. we just held hands the rest of the time yeah she didn't say that she said you just started holding her hand uh nope that she definitely told me that her hands were cold so i could feel her cold hands That's a good and then move. We ended up yeah it was pretty sly yeah and it, it's not like yeah i mean you guys were yeah uh so so you guys are holding hands yeah. uh you've met now you're just holding hands during this during this meeting and then what and so the whole time kind of during the the talk we didn't listen at all we were just like kind of talking back and forth just quietly and um 
it was pretty interesting. Like it's really, really easy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you meet someone and it's a little bit like strained or whatever to try and think of things to say, but it wasn't like that at all. And when we first, you know, sat down together and started talking, it was just like, you know, I, and Lauren has a way of doing that with people. I've, I've come to find out. I mean, she's just, will immediately become best friends and, and it's, uh, and then there's no looking back after that. It's just, you know, very easy to talk to her and she was really interesting and musical. And I mean, a lot of the, you know, you, you think of who you would want to date or, or marry. And I mean, I wasn't necessarily thinking that day that I wanted to marry her, but it wasn't that long after. Mm-hmm. Um, but many of those things that you kind of look for and in, in who you want to end up with, she was just like hitting all the marks. Okay. Okay. So, so the meeting ends, then what? So after the meeting, uh, I was, we, uh, stayed after cause I was going to be in a musical fireside. And so, um, Scott, our cousin was staying with us and, um, I was like, Hey Scott, you can take my car home. I'll just get a ride. And I, I asked Lauren if she would give me a ride home cause I wanted her to stay after. Um, and you know, I just thought I could maybe, uh, swoon her or whatever mm-hmm. by, by having her listen to me sing <laughs> in this musical. And, and you know, she was eating that all up too. It was, yeah. it was kind of funny. So she, she's like, yeah, I can give you a ride. No problem. And so, uh, she stays after and, uh, and and you know i do our rehearsal for the fireside and then uh she gives me a ride home and um that after as she brings me home um she came in and like met the family i think as i recall she we came inside and we just like hung out and mom and dad were kind of like okay we don't really know who this is but they were pretty nice i think dad one of the first things he told her is like the house closes at midnight or yeah. something like that. Yeah, she she, remember, she that. remembers it. And um, so, yeah, we, we were hanging out until midnight. And then I was like, okay, well, um, I walk her out to her car. And I'm sure she told you this story. She, mm-hmm. I, was, I walked out and I was like, you know, again, it, really weird, but really easy. And almost to the point where it was so easy. I was like, you know, this is just good. And I'm really feeling positive about this whole thing. And so I which was pretty uncharacteristic of me, but I was just like, you know, I really want to kiss you goodnight, but I don't think it's a good idea. And she's like, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't, I didn't give her a kiss. That so night. why like, not? Okay, well. Why not? She said, do whatever you want. And you're just like, good night. Well, <laughs> and it wasn't, I, it sounds pretty awkward, but, and it kind of was, I guess, but not super. Like I honestly, at that point I was like, I barely know this girl i mean i I felt like really good about it but i'm like i i don't want to just you know jump off the ledge right now which is sounds pretty stupid to say because i'm sure she told you the very next day we made out but um but that night for some reason i was just like i don't want to make this just seem like i'm wanting to get just a you know quick make out or quick score kissing that that it was it was more than that to me it was like I didn't, I, you know, I, that would be, you know, I wanted to move fast and I knew I could tell kind of, you, you can just kind of feel it. She was ready to move, you know, fast into, you know, that phase of things. But I was just like, for some reason, I just wanted to try and. You're like, I want to wait 12 hours. Yeah. Jump into this. 
I'm not ready for this yet. I don't know. I think there's like more symbolic than anything. Yeah, no, I I get, I get it. You know, it's just like I don't. You know, this has been really good, and and I don't. You know, I didn't want to make it less good. I guess by just you know blindly jumping into it, which is we did the next day. So I guess you know, but I think. Yeah, and jump in is right. I mean, you guys were engaged like <laughs> like two weeks later or something, right? Yeah, we we were talking marriage within like a week. Yeah. She she <laughs> she came and told me she had a dream. We got married like the weekend after we met. Yeah. And you know, you'd think that would be like kind of like, whoa, you're weird, that's scary. But it, it, not to me. I mean, it was like, yeah, that's I could, you know, that things are really good and I feel really good about us and you know, we just talked about everything and, and it, it never really seemed like we were forcing it necessarily. It yeah. just really kind of the, the pieces sort of fell into place in a good way. And, and yes, really, really fast, but um, kind of in a good way too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, 19 years later is sort of, right. you know, indicates it was good. So, so, um, so we, we talked about your, uh your proposal um Mm -hmm. just sort of give it from your perspective and and uh yeah well it was a logistical nightmare is what it was (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) one thing she said one thing she said is that uh you know you're singing the song you bring her back to the to the auditorium and you're on the stage the Uh spotlight and I'm like mosh pitting her to get her into the yeah right yeah spot. yeah. She said she just wanted to stand and listen to it. And you're like pushing her like to the middle of the stage. So that, how, how yeah, did, I, who who hung the ring? Who hung it up in the fly loft? Uh, Joe Trichler. Okay, I think was the one who. I mean, he was a stage manager, sound. I think it was Joe. Maybe it wasn't Joe. Maybe it was somebody else. Joe did the sound. Um, one of one of the other stage people. I mean, they they had the you know the things that you can fly stuff in, and so yeah. they just lowered it down really far, attached some string to it, got the ring. So that they knew where the spot it was marked on the stage yeah i had a mark i had to hit yeah and um and we had talked about it. i was like that'd be really cool if it just flew in and then i opened the box took out the ring and it just went right back up like and and it worked really well but the logistics of getting her to that spot yeah were a little bit challenging and so i i kind of tried to make it seem like i was like dancing or (laughs) moving her in a in a non-combative way but it probably it didn't it didn't work out that we had a spotlight on it's like we were we were it was the dark stage with the spotlight and so like yeah i mean you're like singing like you need to move move you gotta walk i I probably should have like just gone there and like waved her over like <laughs> seductively or something but no it's the things you know seem like they're gonna work out in one way and, and hey, it did i mean it was really good yeah next time we're together will you show me how you would wave somebody over seductively i'm just curious it's funny, funny thing is i was doing that as i was saying it so yeah no problem yeah i'll do that for you good, i'll put good. that on a on a uh, marco polo for you yeah please do yeah i want to see what that looks like <laughs> um so so she says yes the family's all there super cool probably the coolest yeah. although everybody's I don't remember done, being like, there sorry sam i don't remember being there did i not yeah did i yeah, not get invited because yeah. i was so we we explicitly <laughs> excluded you Cass. Yeah, yeah i don't remember being there i remember talking to lauren i was like okay so i you know i we're gonna get married she's like i have one request don't Cassidy is not there sister <laughs> yeah i will well, say no 
if I see I will tell her no that I'll say no I'll yell it she glanced around just to make sure that Cassie wasn't there yeah. before she said yes. yeah she's like the ring comes down it's like oh, can you guys bring up the house lights please is Cassie here <laughs> all right just give me a okay <laughs> no, yes. okay yes the answer is yes <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I was no, I, I was pretty mean to her. Were you out of town? I, I, I mean, don't know. everybody came, so I, you must not remember it. Either that, or you're just like, oh hell no, I'm not going to that. Yeah. Well, I, I think I refused to go to like Kevin's wedding because I was so mad that he got married so quickly too. I was like, another one, Cass was, another one. Cass was super protective yeah. of, you, of of those like sort of bookshelf brothers. Or book and yeah. well, it was like yeah. it was like forcing me to be friends with people that I was like I I have not accepted them into this this tribe yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and and, and it, we talked about this with Lauren how it was so fast and it was so like yeah. sort of jolting for the family to be like oh, really she's eighteen years old and and you've known her for four days and you guys are talking about getting married. This is real. This is happening. But um, You're like, just wait, she's going to be pregnant in four months. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was a good sport. Well, so yeah, no, she's, and, and um, she's been patient with us and she's been great. And, and I think you have to be, and, you have to be very patient with this family. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right to, to deal with us. Yeah. So I mean, you face to face, yeah, but there, you get <laughs> behind you get the of that behind the scenes you get to deal with all the fallout. Yeah. <laughs> so Joseph, best and uh best part about being married to Lauren and what what's kind of a hard thing? The best part about being married to Lauren is that I will never be bored and I'll always have friends. Um I mean that's probably not the best thing, but that's just something that came to mind. She's just always going to be a person who's going to be friends with people around us and we're always going to be social. I mean, she's a great mom. She cares about the kids and, and um, is very organized and, and those strengths are not ones that I necessarily have. Um, and she still to this day is very loving. I mean, um, that's one of the best things about being married to Lauren is that I, you know, never am lacking affection and, and that kind of stuff. And that, that's, that's been something I really value for sure. Yeah something that's challenging so you know marriage is kind of hard in a lot of different ways but you know challenging uh coming to agreements with with how we uh parent our kids is, is yeah. sometimes a challenge for us i mean that's never easy we her upbringing and my upbringing were just really different and so to try and balance what is right versus you know what we think is right versus what the other person thinks is is sometimes challenging and you know just you know figuring out time and and spending that time well with kids and especially to, as kids get older is a little bit tough yeah but you know there's there's lots of things that that are challenging in marriage but you just have to keep working hard and getting better yeah well uh you know i've said this before and and um, you know, we all got really lucky, um, mm -hmm. lucky or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, when we all get together, you know, all of us with our spouses and kids, and I mean, it's always easy. You know, you talk about it being easy with Lauren's felt. I mean, it's just, it, with everybody, I, the, mm -hmm. we, we all get along. There's no fighting. I mean, I don't think I, I don't I, You know, there's, there's little the, things not here. Not that you there, know but, of, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. All of the <laughs> 
nobody ever says anything bad about me they're only saying nice things always no but um you know it's 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 rare for families to especially if family's big and crazy and i don't know opinionated as ours to be able to make it make it work and and i attribute that to good choices of um you know spouses and and that matters a lot so and sunshine generation and sunshine yeah. freaking generation Thank you. sunshine generation susan just totally quiet through this whole thing and then joseph mentioned thank you I, I appreciate you saying that joseph because um i didn't think you were going to mention it but um i you know that's the one good thing I did in oh, my life. There's so many good things. Oh, that was yet. hilarious. <laughs> You're just like quiet. And then Joe's like, in such a generation. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, right, well, good. Well, yeah, mom and dad will get well, you guys. I was going to yeah. say, I did, I did have a comment, though. Yeah. You know, when we get together, I think one of the, the things that I look, that I observe every time we get together is the fact that everybody's, hauling around everybody else's kids yeah you know you're making you're doing things with everybody else's kids and i think a lot of families don't have that, that well bond. sometimes i just kind of think that, that i have. have my own kid but i don't like, <laughs> so you look down I'm like, like this oh, is not my not child i am not spanking aiden right now i apologize <laughs> oh, <laughs> this was a big mistake Colin, don't tell your parents <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, but that's unique with us i think that we love each other and we love each other's kids i think that's important and i think it's really a, a cool yeah, thing for sure so for sure. okay for me it's just a break from my idiot kids that i get to find this <laughs> yeah, please let me be around yeah. this, so they're wonderful <laughs> somebody else's kids. kids taggart grace i love you guys <laughs> go see your uncle pj gladly right. you jerk dad <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for doing this, and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. Love you guys. Love you. Are we not doing mom and dad tonight? Are they going to do it later? Yeah, no, we'll do mom and dad later. Well, I mean, sorry, mom. One. Yeah. Guys, all right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Listening. Love you guys. Bye. I love you. Bye. Finding the one can be difficult for some of us, but when you find that person that just gets you, spandex powder puff pom-poms and all well you've got to do what you got to do to get them i seriously would like to personally thank my family for picking good ones good job guys thanks for sharing everyone this was fun